0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men. 15 <laughs> minutes. Eternal Impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord. Gird your armor on. Stand firm, everyone. Hello there, Edwin. Hey Andrew. <laughs> Happy control.
1: Friday. Did you forget you were supposed to say hi to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I just I happen to be walking in here, and here you are deep in thought, reading in an open Bible. And I I didn't want to interrupt you, but I thought, I guess we should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) That's what happened. So anyway, it is Friday, and we're looking at Psalm 30, and I love Fridays around here because... It's always it's Good Friday a always a good on Friday Text Friday. Talk, and it is. <laughs> we love to see the connections, the illusions, the prophecies, the predictions about the Lord Jesus Christ in the Psalms, and we find some in Psalm thirty as well. We absolutely do. And the other reason we like Fridays on Text Talk is because, well,
1: every Friday is a Good Friday because for us every Sunday is Easter. <laughs> That's
0: exactly right, and Sunday's we're going to be here.
1: We're going to be here on Sunday. And when I say here, I guess I'm giving away that our production studios are actually at the building where we meet and worship God with our brothers and sisters. We'll be here Sunday. You can get all that information at christiansmeethere.org. We'd love for you to join us. And now I'm going to jump into Psalm 30.
0: Let's do it. Psalm
1: 30. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. Let's see if we can find Jesus here in Psalm 30. A Psalm of David, a song for the dedication of the temple. I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refused to let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. When I was prosperous, I said, Nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, What will you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord." You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Mm, forever.
0: Thanks God. Praise
1: God. Yes, absolutely. So, Jesus,
0: did you see him? I do see many echoes of Christ in this psalm. Okay. All right. I mean... one. R- r- name, name one. I mean, just really beginning, (laughs) beginning in uh, verse two and in verse three, um, talking about Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You've kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit or go down to Sheol. There's the allusion or the echo to the death and to the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the third day. So literally... Literally. Now I've noticed some of the translations have made that second part rather
1: than restoring my life from among those who go down to the pit have been. Well, you kept me from going down to the pit. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to match the first half of verse three. Oh, Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I I don't know how you have the metaphor being, you brought me back out of Sheol, but then the other half of the metaphor is you never let me get in there in the first place. Right, right. So I, I think it's supposed to be, I was in Sheol, you brought me out. Now,
0: did that literally happen for David? Yeah. So when David is writing this Psalm, of course he's writing of a of a sense, a poetic sense of this depth of despair or fear or the consequence of sin. Mm-hmm. But when we look to Jesus, it's really about death and resurrection. He died upon the cross. It's very
1: literal. I think we can do the same thing with this Psalm that Peter and Paul did with Psalm 16. They understood that, look, David said this thing, but that didn't literally happen for David. Look, I can, I can point you over there. There's... There's his tomb. His tomb is right there. <laughs> right. And and he's still in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, For King David. So when David wrote this, he must have been ultimately talking about someone else. Mm-hmm. I, the, I think the same thing is true here. David... He was not in Sheol and then brought back. His life was not returned from those who go down to the pit. We could still go and find David's tomb. In fact, I will tell you, as I was preparing for this, it it made me want to ask you a question because, you know, of the two of us, only you have been to the Holy Land. (laughs) And so far. And I sit
0: here. I and, want to go back and, and in, I want to take in, you with in me. In
1: wondrous awe. Do they still know where the tomb of David is?
0: They do know where the tombs of kings are. Okay. Okay. And there's actually a, a place you can stand uh, at this excavation of King David's house and look out across. Now, now I forget which valley it is, but you can look out across and see the tombs outside of old Jerusalem where they would have laid the kings and the great wealthy people.
1: So we know where the king's tombs were, but we don't know which one is David.
0: Correct. Okay. Correct.
1: We can take you to where the king's tombs are, and we don't know which one is his, but his is
0: there. Famous line that you'll hear all over Israel, they'll say, and if that's not it you can see it from here <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if that's not so it you can see it from They took us here. out there and pointed out and you could see, you can see clearly the 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 openings for tombs uh-huh, yeah uh-huh yeah still in the so, rock even so after all this time we know we know where the
1: king's tombs are we may not know particularly where david's is so it's kind of lost but the issue with jesus tomb is not that it's lost mm. it's that he's not there hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's not in that tomb. We could open every tomb and we would never find Jesus. We could do DNA testing for all of them. I mean, I'm, I, I know I'm kind of going out on a limb. We don't have samples of his DNA, but we could find David. Yeah, we cannot find Jesus. What is said of David metaphorically mm-hmm. is true, literally mm-hmm. of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Here's why I think this is important for us to recognize. When Jesus comes forth from the tomb and the apostles start preaching the gospel, here's what everybody knew about Jesus. Jesus went to a cross mm-hmm. and Jesus died on the cross. And the, the real problem was, well, that's folly. Mm. that is blasphemy that can't be true the anointed the messiah the christos of the lord does not die on a cross cursed is every man who hangs on a tree no when be him when the anointed of the lord seeks the lord's favor he always gets it and he always gets it immediately he is saved from these things he doesn't endure these things oh wait there's psalm 30 (laughs) What does the anointed of the Lord go through? Mm -hmm. He actually goes through some pretty serious stuff. Now, I get it for David. It is still metaphorical as far as being in Sheol, but here he is praying, and yet he is still going through something that is so bitter and is so dark. It's like going through not just a dark valley, but actually through death's valley. And he's actually in Sheol. That's, that's how bad it is. Even while he's praying, the Lord really does allow his anointed to go into those dark places. And so here's Jesus on the cross. He cries out to the Lord, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But God, rather than pulling him down off the cross, actually lets him die and actually allows yeah. him to literally go through what David metaphorically did. But then on the third day, mm-hmm. the response is given. Mm-hmm. And he comes forth from the grave and and th- the big message here is not that Psalm 30 prophesied or foretold the resurrection. It's the fact that Jesus lived what David lived, but he lived it literally. Mm-hmm. and he And he did it to the ultimate degree. He's not just a new David. He is more than
0: David. That's the powerful picture. Let's build on that. Let's do uh, it. As we look at verse 9, when David is discussing in this psalm about he doesn't want to die um, because he wants to praise the Lord. He wants to have this life. And there's this uh, question in verse 9, what profit is there in my blood or in my life uh, when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. David is saying the, the greater prophet is not going to be in my death. And yet with Christ, the great prophet is in his death, that by the shedding of his blood and the resurrection, he's actually going to bring many sons to glory and many saints and many people will be praising him and praising him forever because of this death.
1: Well, and there is great prophet in Jesus' death, but would you agree, even greater prophet in his resurrection? Oh, yes greater oh, yes. prophet in his resurrection in turning his mourning to joy, to joy. and turning his sackcloth to party garments mm-hmm. uh, and in fact think about that what what David says happened for him
0: mm-hmm.
1: we see happening actually for us because of Jesus because
0: of Jesus
1: there's here are these two nights of mourning and weeping remember the disciples and the apostles from from that Thursday night when he was arrested to that Friday when he was executed, the mourning, the weeping, and then Sunday. Mm-hmm. And when they finally realize he's actually resurrected, the Lord has done what he only did metaphorically for David. He has done literally for the new David, for the son of David. He's done this literally moving yeah.
0: from mourning to joy and that's 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 uh, explicitly stated in Hebrews 12 about the Lord's attitude towards the cross in Hebrews chapter um, 12 and Verse 1, he says, Therefore, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight, the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For what? For the joy joy that was before him. He went through the cross.
1: Mm, 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 mm. I understand, of course, that not every aspect of Psalm 30 applies to Jesus. And and I don't don't think we have to find, we don't have to make a psalm, every statement applies to Jesus to see the Messiah in the psalm. This is setting the stage. And this is just another one of those reminders that our modern sense of prophecy is often very limited. Uh, my my daughter Trina recently had an assignment for her Bible class, where she was supposed to go find multiple definitions from prophecy. She was supposed to ask a parent, she was supposed to ask a preacher, she was supposed to look in a secular dictionary, she was supposed to look in a Bible dictionary, and come up with these different definitions of prophecy. Where
0: where, where did she find a secular dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> MerriamWebster dot com. <laughs> You ticket all this off, and I'm like, she's got access to all this stuff except for... (laughs) She did. We just found that
1: one online. Anyway, anyway, uh, what what we most often think of prophecy is foretelling. Yeah, we do. As if prophecy is, I am telling you this event is going to occur, and when it occurs, you knows. Prediction. Prediction. You know that it's going to happen. Uh, But prophecy actually is message from God. Mm -hmm. When God speaks it's prophecy. If he's telling you what happened last week, it's still prophecy. If he's telling you what's gonna happen next week, that's prophecy. If he's telling you what's happening now, that's prophecy. If it's from God.
0: I heard it explained like this one time. We often think of it as a foretelling, but it is forth telling. Yeah. The prophet is speaking forth God's word. And so David, because he is a prophet,
1: is speaking from God. Not that he knows he's predicting something, mm-hmm. but he is, he is setting forth the pattern for how God works with his people and with his anointed. Yeah. And when Jesus goes to the cross and into the grave and then bursts forth out of the grave, mm-hmm. what we find is this pattern that his people went through again and again and again and again and again, Jesus went through but Jesus went through it to the ultimate literal nth degree. And so we can trust this is
0: the Lord's anointed. This is the Messiah. Let's surrender to him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're so glad that you've joined us for Psalm 30 this week. Send us an email. Let us know what you're reading. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you for today. We Thank you for this time looking at Psalm 30. I ask your blessings upon us and upon all those who are listening that we might appreciate this day as a gift from your hand. Like so many good gifts, we are to be thankful. We are especially thankful for Jesus Christ right now who fulfilled all the types and the promises and the prophecies that the Psalms have for us. Lord, we just glory in Him and see again echoes of his victory in this psalm 30 and we pray father that we might walk in that victory this day for your glory in jesus name amen amen
1: thanks for talking about the text with us today i'm edwin crozier and i'd like to invite you to join the christians who meet on livingston avenue in lutes florida this sunday for our bible classes and worship you can find out more at christiansmeethere.org check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.
0: I am going to say, but you don't take vacations from text, talk. Uh, we're going to be here. We're going to be here. Well,
1: that was distressing. Well, here we are kicking off and there's a bang on the window and somebody brings coffee. Trina, welcome to our text talk layer. Hello. <laughs> okay, now you need to leave because we're recording.
0: Goodbye. <laughs>